Hello, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to my astrology podcast. It is Friday, the 25th of May, 2018, and I am broadcasting from beautiful Escazú, Costa Rica, where it has become rainy season, and the land and the green becomes more lush and beautiful now. And we're here to discuss astrology of the week and the best way to use our energy. So let's talk. Um, the first thing that's going on is that we have a very lovely trine from Jupiter to Neptune. And this is another one of those cyclical aspects. So we want to pay attention to this. First of all, a trine is a smooth aspect. And Jupiter is the planet of abundance. And wherever it touches in your chart or in the heavens as it is right now, it is in Scorpio, but wherever it touches, it expands, opens, provides opportunities, gives you insights. It really kind of opens the doors of both your life and your mind. So we're in a very watery time with that because Jupiter has been in Scorpio since last autumn and it's now trining Neptune, which is also in a water sign. It's a watery planet, no water sign. It's in Pisces right now, which is its own sign. And it's been there since 2011 or 12. And it's really been an interesting few months because the first time Jupiter and Neptune met in this very flowing way was about the 2nd of December, depending on where you're located, uh, the 2nd of December, 2017. So a few months ago. And now here we are, with the second trine of Jupiter to Neptune today. Now this lasts for a few days and it's actually positive if you are looking to expand your mind in any way, but it's a, it's a really wonderful aspect to have because Jupiter is going to touch Neptune in a friendly, flowing, opening way. And both of them are rulers of Pisces. Jupiter rules Sagittarius, but Neptune rules Pisces, and it is the more modern ruler of Pisces once they discovered that Neptune existed. Jupiter was the traditional older ruler of Pisces before the discovery of Neptune. So what makes this interesting is that they sort of work together on, on a certain level in that, in that uh, Piscean way. So there's lots of insight, there's intuition, there's connection to the spirit world, there's beauty and appreciation of beauty, there is faith and a very strong indication of faith. So this is a time to listen to your intuition, have faith, tap into your intuition and be really in a peaceful, lovely place because this is very lovely energy. Now, so we have three trines that are going to happen. The first one was December 2nd, 2017. The second one is today. And the third one will be August 19th. So we have a few months before that happens. And that'll be the last one uh, as Jupiter will be direct at that point and moving through the end of Scorpio. Now, this is another one of those three times an event series. So we have December, we have today, we have August. What story did you start in the beginning of December, end of November? Is there possibly something that was educational, that was spiritual, that was both of those things, that was sort of a door that opened for you? And there was another layer of that now, this week, 
And there will be, if you haven't experienced it already, there will be in the next few days. So what, what is doing this for you? What is happening for you? Where have you been opened to something? Where have you been healed? Because these are very healing planets and they create a healing aspect. Where do you feel like something has flowed to you very easily and is, is operating very well in your life or is helping you in your life? It may be something that's helping you clear out your old cobwebs in your brain. Uh, it depends on where it falls in your chart. If you're a Scorpio, you're going to feel this a lot. If you're Pisces, you're going to feel this a lot. If you're a Cancerian, you're getting supported. These are the water signs. You're getting supported by this. But we're all experiencing some good support in our life from this. So there was a story. It started end of November, beginning of December 2017. We're on chapter two of that story or section two of that story because these last few months there have been various chapters and ups and downs of it. And then... The last chapter is going to occur in August. And so it's our job to kind of figure out what's going on with that and how we can use that energy. This is wonderful energy. The only caution that comes with this aspect is that the two of them together could be a little overindulgent. So you want to watch your intake of substances. You want to watch, you know, your spending, anything that can go a little overboard because Jupiter is very optimistic and Jupiter will say, hey, I could spend that money or I've, I can go out and have a couple of extra desserts <laughs> or drinks, et cetera, et cetera. So you want to definitely keep an eye on those things and make sure you're not overindulging because these are the more boundaryless planets. These are not ones like Saturn where there's a lots of there's a lot of structure. These are really energies where we can just kind of be limitless. So yeah, it's a good time for astral projection for sure. <laughs> but this is really more about like observance and awareness and raising awareness and and having an epiphany and having a wonderful uh either mental or spiritual experience. It's in water signs. So it could be something emotionally supportive, emotionally opening. That's actually really surprising and wonderful in your life. Um, so watch the substances, open your mind, connect with spirit and be creative. Be creative with this. Um, don't be afraid to bring in a certain level of creativity into your life. Now, the other aspect that's happening, this is a busy week. It's a busy weekend. And we've got Mercury trining Pluto. Now, Mercury is in Taurus and Pluto's in Capricorn. And they are having a nice conversation. But it's also a penetrating conversation, a deep, focused conversation. Because Mercury is a planet of communications and articulation and writing and thinking and speech and the mind and the intellect. And when it connects with Pluto, it really forms this incredible, uh, penetratingly deep mental state where we can probe and penetrate anything, where we can get to the bottom of something, where we can get really dug into something and understand our life and situations around us on a very deep level. 
Listen for hidden messages. Listen for your, what your subconscious and your unconscious are saying to you. Where can you sort of understand your dreams better? Your, and I mean your nocturnal dreams, the ones you have in your sleep from your, from your mind. Where can you understand what someone is saying to you better and communicate better with them? Where can you use your mind to solve a mystery in your life or solve something that's been bugging you, a conundrum? This is a flowing aspect. Like we just talked about another flowing aspect. This is a, this is a second flowing aspect. And it's really pretty exciting because that means we are in the flow of something. And this is very tangible because it's earth. So something very tangible can come out of this. This, if you do some mental energy work, good time to meditate this weekend where we've got the Jupiter trine Neptune and the Mercury trine Pluto. It's actually a really good time to get grounded insights and intuitions in your life and for your life. Mercury is also talking to Mars today in an interesting way. It's in a tradicile and a decile is, you know, 10 of those making up the zodiac, you know, with the zodiac wheel. And that would be 36 degrees and a tradicile is three of those together. So basically it's a creative aspect. It's an unusual aspect. Mars and Mercury don't often talk to each other this way, but Mars is ambition and assertion and confidence. And so it's an really fascinating bunch of aspects because our mind is alert and aware and listening and really connecting with something deep within us. And it's so important right now to pay attention to that. And so important to listen to your intuitions and your insights, listen to what people are saying to you, listen to the conversations that you're having. Now, the whole Mars, Mercury, Mercury, Pluto thing could be a little, a little tough because they're assertive planets and the interesting tradicile is really with Mars is really, you know, maybe something comes out of the blue. You didn't expect it, but also really what we're looking at is a way to express oneself creatively or differently that um, makes the point, you know, Mars makes the point, but also, uh, you know, is creative in its, in its ways. The most common aspect we're having now is Venus opposite Saturn. And that's going to be tomorrow in the wee hours in the morning, Eastern time. So Venus opposite Saturn happens at least once a year, unless Venus is retrograde and it's toying with Saturn a number of times. But really Venus opposite Saturn is not the most friendly and warm, fuzzy aspect. Venus is in Cancer, Saturn is in Capricorn, Venus, they're both at eight degrees. And so if you have something at eight degrees, Cancer, Capricorn, or Aries or Libra, you're going to feel this rather strongly. Now, what's happening is that this is, an, this is the traditional, not so nice, uh, my teacher used to call it the aspect of the Wicked Witch of the West, whenever Venus and Saturn were in hard aspect to each other. It's a little uh, cautious, caution, it's a cautionary tale. Uh, this is not a time to sign up for OkCupid. Okay <laughs> you might want to wait a few days on that. Um, 
it's, it's a feeling of being separated from love. And sometimes separations do happen under this aspect. People do separate, people break up. And with the other aspects that are happening with all these insightful aspects, people may have a lot of insight to their relationships right now and, and decide to end them or take them to the next level. Usually an opposition is not a, it's not like a conjunction where it's like, Oh, we decided we're going to make a commitment and move in together, or we're going to buy property together or, or something like that. It's or a commitment to a project as well, or, or a business partnership or something. This is usually a disagreement of sorts or seeing things in an opposite manner, seeing things in a way that you are not on the same page with somebody else. So you might have that happen in your life where you have this relationship with someone or whether it's professional or personal, where you watch yourself be very different in opinions and with them. And it's okay. It's okay. Uh, you'll see it clearly because of the Jupiter Neptune and the Mercury Pluto. You'll be able to identify it. You'll be able to um, pinpoint it and you'll see it for what it is. Try not to fight it. Try to remain neutral and detached. Now, here's the secret of Saturn Venus. When we have these, they are asking us to detach. So, Venus and Saturn will square each other at different points during the year and oppose each other and conjunct. And those are the harder aspects for this. So right now, we're, since we're in the opposition, though the harder aspects are asking us to, to learn a certain level of detachment and learn to not take it personally, not be too serious because we can be very serious with Saturn and just sort of step back away from the situation, which can be highly emotional because remember Venus is in cancer. And so you can get angry, you could get disappointed, you could be heartbroken, but it's really necessary to take a step back from it and see it for what it is and not react. Do not go for someone's jugular right now with that Mars and Pluto aspects that are going on out there. Be very careful, Mars and Pluto to Mercury that is. Be very careful. See it for what it is. Acknowledge it. Own it. And take a step back and not worry about it. So, and let it go. Most importantly, let it go. And it may not be anything terribly serious. It may be a bump in your road. It may be something that you just don't get your desires fulfilled for some reason. You wanted to, you know, maybe buy something new for yourself or your house and it just doesn't work out and you're disappointed um, it could be anything, but just sort of see it for what it is and allow the energy to talk to you. Then Venus is also tomorrow in an interesting relationship with the nodes. So on the one hand, Venus is speaking to the south node in an inconjunct, which is a little bit of a needling aspect. And Venus is speaking to the north node of fate um, with a semi-sextile. So it's a little bit of a weird relationship to the nodes. And so to me, what this says is between those aspects to the nodes and Venus's aspect to Saturn, there may be a bit of course correction. What I mean by that is your direction is now corrected. You were possibly looking, barking up the wrong tree. You were looking at something differently, but there was, you know, a time in these next few days or in the last few days where you really feel like, you need to get back on track somehow with something. 
and it may be that you lost sight of something and or you got fooled and thought something was really going to work and you found some, have since found something different and you have to make that difference known in the world. So it's a little bit of a course correction. It's a little bit of, okay, I was doing this and now I'm doing this and it's much better. So just sort of see it for that. Know that if you've made a course correction in the last few weeks or months, that it was probably the best thing for you. Meanwhile, Mercury has an interesting relationship with Saturn tomorrow. So Mercury's doing a lot of talking and Mercury's very busy. And then Mercury also has a, a conversation with Venus uh, later tomorrow evening. So listen, 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 listen. Listen to what people are telling you. Listen to how you are talking to people and choose your words carefully. Um, the next few days, because Venus and Saturn have been on opposition and Venus has those relationships to the nodes, Saturn's going to make a similar relationship on the 27th, which is Sunday. And so Saturn, it's going to be an opposite relationship. So we know we had that Venus, um, with the south node and in conjunct, Saturn's going to be in conjunct the north node. So you're going to find out in a few days that your course correction was true and that you're sort of back on track and you're focused and you're not losing sight of your goal. Then Mercury continues to be busy and talking to the nodes on Sunday as well. So Mercury is going to say, you know, I'm... I'm thinking of doing this. I'm thinking of doing that. And, and I think that these are creative decisions and these are creative aspects Mercury's doing with the nodes. It's making a quintile to the North node and a decile to the South node. So there's lots of creative energy. I actually feel intuitively very much that we are in the flow of something positive, changing into something very positive right now for these days. So get something done that you've been wanting to do, something creative, start, start working on a project, start uh, visiting with people, being a little more social and a little more uh, connected in dialogue to people. Then we have Monday, which in the United States is Memorial Day. And we've got the moon talking to both Pluto and Mercury that day. And that's actually you know, again, an emotional conversation, but they're flowing. They're, there's a good understanding of what's happened in these last few days. And the moon is sort of following Mercury's path and connecting with the nodes in a similar way and just sort of helping us understand what's and, and sort of assimilate what we've been doing these last few days, this creative stuff and, and how we are, um, you know, course correcting. The sun, which is now in Gemini, and will be staying in Gemini, you know, till the end of June, the sun will do something very nice on Monday. It's going to make a very nice trine to the south node and a sextile to the north node. So this is very positive. And again, it's flowing. I think what we're dealing with here is insight around maybe a course correction or a relationship correction and maybe leaving some things behind, and we're seeing the fruits of what it means to actually leave these things behind, and maybe starting something new. So it's really excellent. I'm actually, I'm thinking these aspects are actually very good. So the sun trining the nodes, and then the sextiling the nodes, is actually looking at our destiny, and looking at 
what fateful things may have happened in our life in the last few weeks and how they're playing out now and how we're doing with them. Now, the sun then has a little conversation with Saturn on Tuesday and there is a full moon on Tuesday. So we may do some real thinking and more focused work on Tuesday, the 29th. The, the full moon is at eight degrees Sagittarius. So the moon's at Sagittarius, the sun is in Gemini, and there's this really good, you know, full moon that's active and very, um, very, very social. And, and a little more lighthearted and kind of swinging energy. So it's, it's, you know, a good full moon. It's not really stressed by the outer planets, thankfully. And this is going to be at 10, 19 AM in Eastern time. And it's actually, I think a, a really good positive aspect. So, you know, full moons are always a little bit stressful because it's the sun opposite the moon. But I think that we're, we're doing okay here. There's not so many aspects that are causing stress to that full moon. It's not like we had last month or anything. We're, we're actually moving kind of in a flow here. And with the sun making this nice aspect to the nodes, and then therefore the moon is making nice aspect to the nodes, I think we're going to find some really positive experiences out of this. So full moon is always ending a cycle. Remember we had the new moon in Taurus on Tuesday, the 15th of May. And a lot went on that day because that was the day that Uranus went into Taurus. And the, so now we're sort of culminating. Now we're going to look at what we've done since Uranus went into Taurus. And can you believe it's already been Tuesday? It will be two weeks. And this is pretty amazing. This is really showing us like, what have we accomplished? What are we looking at? What's on the agenda now? since this new energy has come into our lives. And that new moon that a lot of people had issue with that day because it really kind of socked people in the gut. It was, it was a new moon at the end of Taurus and then Uranus went right into Taurus a couple of hours later. So people really felt that. And this is a different energy because it's different signs, but we're looking back at these last two weeks because the new moon starts a cycle, the full moon completes it. And so we're going to just sort of observe how we're feeling and where our emotions are after these big changes this, that have occurred this month. On Wednesday, the 30th, the, um, the aspect of, of interest is Venus quintiling Uranus. That's extraordinarily creative. It's also a little unsettling because it's not a typical aspect. It is Venus to Uranus. If you have a Venus Uranus, aspect in your chart, or if you have Venus and Aquarius or something, you're more likely to feel this. And it doesn't last very long because these are so-called minor aspects, but Venus will quintile Uranus. And this is, this is extraordinarily creative. This is a great time to start something creative or indulge in something creative that you have been wanting to do and it, observing yourself as creative. So I think it's a, an exciting aspect. It's also a good social aspect. You can be meeting people, new people, and who have similar interests that you might not have really considered before. Um, and then the same day, Mercury is making a semi-sextile to Uranus. And it's actually, again, a really interesting day, Wednesday. This is 
you know, Uranus is getting a lot of activity and action from the inner planets, and we're finally starting to assimilate this new Uranus and Taurus. People are starting to talk to it. Venus is talking to it. Um, Mercury is talking to it. That means it's in, we're inviting it into our world. We're not sort of, sort of standing on the side saying, what's this about? I don't know what this is about yet. Now we're, we're, it's like Uranus is in his corner and we're at a party and Venus and, and Mercury said, oh, well, let's go talk to that guy. He's new. Let, let's go talk to him and find out what he's about. And so we're going to start to get some more information about what Uranus and Taurus feels like and what it's going to be for us. And Venus and Mercury having that nice conversation, having interesting conversation on Wednesday, could really give us a clue as to how to take this energy and where and what direction to take this energy. So I think it's actually quite positive. Moving along, Mercury is still busy that day on Wednesday, and it's going to be uh, making a biquintile to Saturn and a sextile to Chiron. And it's actually, uh, this is, this is some serious conversation. So you know, by quintile to Saturn, again, is creative. It's a more of a grounded creativity because it is Saturn. Uh, don't be afraid to express yourself. Be focused. Enjoy the self-expression in the moment. You might have been holding back from saying something. This is a good time to say it. Um, and then the sextile to Chiron is really like the understanding of, you know, sort of consciously embracing the, the new aspect of Chiron and Aries and, and being um, a little a little more embracing of one's independence and self-expression. Um, and then the moon is uh, conjunct Saturn on the 31st. And of course that's always a l in the evening and uh, it's a always a little uncomfortable, but it's actually, you know, good for getting things done and it's going to be in Capricorn. So, you know, it, the moon isn't the happiest in Capricorn, but with Saturn, it'll get the job done that day. So that's a really good day to get things accomplished, to take to your business tasks, to, you know, move things along and just do very focused work. The moon, the highlight, obviously, this week is the full moon on Tuesday, but right now the moon is in Libra, went void at five o'clock in the Eastern time zone, and it's going to be void, void, void until 9.30 tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. So I hope you're enjoying your Friday night festivities and doing something fun because basically there's not much else to do when the moon is void. You don't want to really start anything new when it's Friday night of Memorial Day weekend anyway. So the moon is going to be in Scorpio for most of the weekend and it'll go void on Monday, Memorial day at 1:25 PM and then into Sagittarius at 6:29 PM. So kick back, relax. Maybe it's a good time to see a mystery movie because that's what Scorpio energy is all about. And you know, it is a little bit of a probing time. It is an interesting time. Um, and for those of us who are not celebrating Memorial Day this weekend, uh, because I'm in Costa Rica and we don't do that here, um, <laughs> we uh, will just sort of continue our, our work and continue our uh, connection to what is going on with the, with the Venus-Saturn and the spirit of Jupiter and Neptune. So that's about it. And if you have any questions or comments or you'd like some more information about astrology, my website is debmcbride.com. 
And you can write to me at deb at debmcbride.com. And also have a look at my Instagram page where I put up messages about astrology and do one minute astrology videos. And where I also um, am on Twitter at Deb Astrology, the same, the same handle as Twitter and Instagram at Deb Astrology. So I'll put information up on Twitter about astrology too. And my blog is on my website as well, debmcbride.com. So please enjoy, and I hope you have a lovely weekend, and we'll see you in a week when Venus will be doing something really interesting at the, in the beginning of June. We're already starting June next week, and Venus has a nice surprise for us. Okay, take care, and remember that time is your friend. <laughs>